I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I sat quietly, sipping on my glass of wine and wishing desperately that the evening would come to an end. Two of my friends, Brad and Laurie, had been invited to a get-together with another friend of ours. He lived across the river in Sydney, and we hardly got to see him, so when he invited us to a wine testing he was hosting, we jumped at the chance, Brad being kind enough to give us a lift. The guests were mostly old friends of the host, and as such shared many of his old war stories, stories of his drunken youth filled with all manner of crazy stunts and funny events. I was sitting apart from the crowd because I had very little to offer in the conversation. My childhood, by contrast, was very tame. Something about these kind of gatherings always made me a little self-conscious. But I was here to visit a friend, so I put on a brave face and tried to mingle with little success. Every conversation I tried to take a part in was alien to me. High-flying careers or one-night stands and drunken stories. I mostly just stood amongst the group and listened, occasionally trying to add to the merriment, but only proving, if only in my own mind, how very much I did not belong. I eventually ended up sitting by the glass sliding doors that led to the back porch. All around me, people were laughing and talking about old times and good friends now far away. And even though I longed to be part of it, I could not work up the nerve. I sat quietly sipping my wine and waiting for the others to decide to go when the lights suddenly flickered and went out. A few people cursed at the sudden darkness while our host fumbled for a flashlight. As I stood up to help him, my gaze turned to the sliding doors and to a dark figure just outside the fence. I lingered for a moment, just staring at him. He was standing just out of the light of the street lamps, which were flickering themselves. I couldn't make him out in the darkness, but I could tell he was very tall and he was facing the house. The figure stood perfectly still as I watched him, and even though I knew I was just as hidden in the dark as he was, I felt like he was watching me. This entire event only lasted a few breaths, and as I turned to help find some form of light, the power kicked back on. I turned to look back towards the tall figure, but he was gone. Eventually, the party wound down and the guests began to leave. Brad, Laurie and I lingered a little and thanked our friend for a lovely evening before departing. I never did mention the strange figure to anyone that night. In hindsight, I wish desperately that I had. I sat in the back of the car and talked to my friends as we started through the thick woods that led us back to the highway. 
The road that passed through these woods had no streetlights, and the road itself was very narrow. It was a wonder there wasn't more accidents on it. I was sitting in the back talking to Brad, who was driving, and Laurie was in the passenger seat, when Brad suddenly yelled. The car swerved sharply, as Brad tried to avoid the tall man that had appeared from nothing in the road, and as we screeched past him, he was illuminated for a brief moment. All I could make out as the car sped past that he was tall, and he wore a black suit, but could make out no further details as the car started to roll. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I can't remember how many times we rolled. I slammed my head hard against the roof after the first roll and things became a little fuzzy after that. I do remember wishing I'd buckled my seatbelt and the sudden landing. The car made a sickening sound as it hit, the screaming sound of metal on pavement and a thud as one of the occupants landed outside, thrown out in the violent accident. Sight returned to me slowly, and I found I was half out the window of the overturned car, but I could hear a soft sobbing somewhere in the dark. I looked around and saw the car, mostly whole, but many chunks had been torn free, almost like it had been gnawed by some terrible creature. I saw Brad lying on his back towards the front. His head was bleeding heavily, and his right arm had been bent in an impossible angle. I could not tell if he was breathing or not. The dark woods hid everything beyond the wreck in an inky sheet of night. It may as well have been the void of space outside the dimming glow of the headlights. I tried to pull myself up to check on my friends, but the moment I tried to move, I saw pain. Not felt it, mind you. I saw it, flashing before my eyes in a spectrum of pale colours as I tried to move. Even the thought of movement hurt. I lay in the road by the car for who knows how long. I was still half in the window, trying to muster the strength to crawl out, when I saw Brad move. At first I was relieved, He had to be still alive if he was moving. But the way he moved wasn't right. He moved in short jerks, his body slowly turning until his feet were out of the beam of the headlights. I lifted myself up as best as I could to try and make sense of what was happening. 
Brad's limp form jerked once again, then twice, and then like a bullet it rocketed out into the darkness. The movement so sudden I questioned if I had seen it at all. I tried to move again but was rewarded with one of those flashes of pain. I only managed to get out of the window and into the street. That's when I heard the crying grow louder and more urgent. At first the crying was a tired kind of sob, not the bawling of a child, like a person who had been through too much suffering in too short of a time. Now it sounded frantic and panicked. I heard a brief scuffling out of sight on the other side of the car, then silence. I held my breath waiting for I don't know what, and after a few short seconds that stretched forever, the night air was pierced with a shrill cry. To call the stillness that followed silence would not have done it justice. This silence had a weight to it, and I felt it on my chest as I looked around me and saw the light of the headlights growing dimmer. I noticed then that there was no sound at all, not even the sound of insects or nocturnal animals in the woods. Something was near the wreck, hiding just out of the shrinking circle of light. Some unnatural thing that even the beasts in these dark woods feared. Forgetting my pain, I started dragging my body closer to the front of the car. I had the insane notion I'd be safe if I stayed in the light. Just as I reached the front of the car, a sudden and sharp pain shot through my head. It was so abrupt and intense that my vision blurred into one solid colour. My vision cleared quickly, but the intense pain remained. As I looked around me, I noticed the headlights had dimmed even more in a short time. They were slowly going out, the dark void of the woods slowly moving on me. It was then that I noticed a faint figure in the dim light. It was just enough in the shadows that I could not see it clearly, but it had the shape of a tall man. He stood perfectly still, just staring at me. At first I had hoped he was there to help, some kind of passerby that saw the wreck. But the longer I looked at him, the more wrong it seemed. I could tell he was tall, unnaturally tall in fact and his limbs seemed stretched and oddly proportioned for any normal man. I tried to call out for help, to him or to anyone who may hear me, but I can't remember. But the only sound I could manage was a raspy croak, in response to which he only tilted his head to one side. As soon as he tilted his head, the vision-blurring pain returned, now more intense than ever before. My vision did not clear completely this time, but I still noticed the man had gotten closer. Only, I couldn't recall him moving at all. He just seemed to appear closer to me in a brief moment I lost my sight. As he stood in the ever-failing light of the car, I could see him more clearly now. He was clad in a dark suit with a white shirt and red tie which seemed even more surreal with his inhuman proportions. But as I was soon to learn, these were his tamest features. My glaze slowly rose to his face, and at first I couldn't take it all in. 
My mind reeled at the sight of its face, or lack thereof. Where a face should be was a blank mass of flesh in the vague shape of a human head, which was tilted slightly to one side, almost quizzically, as he looked down on me. Having seen the whole of him, I tried to scream, but I couldn't even muster a croak. Just then, the pain grew even more intense, and once again my vision blurred. As before, the tall man appeared closer to me, but never moved. He was right over me at this point. My vision stayed fuzzy around the edges, clearing at random now. As he stood over me, he began to twitch slightly, his faceless gaze never leaving me as the headlights flickered. Wispy dark shapes began to form around him, and I thought vaguely of smoke as the shapes turned into withering tendrils. The tall man quickly moved towards me, and the tendrils reached out as the headlights finally flickered out. As the inky black enveloped around me, another sharp cry filled the dark woods. I finally found my voice to scream. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.